Hey, hey, welcome back to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Now, first things first, I know what you might be thinking. Cammy, why does it sound like your vocal cords have gone through a cheese grater? And this is why, my friends. My sweet, my handsome man, my husband, last week he got a cold. And this man had the audacity to give me a kiss when he had a cold. I mean, I was bound to get the cold anyway. But he gave me a kiss last week and I looked at him and he looked at me and we both knew that it was only going to be a matter of time until this cold hit me too. And sure enough, it did. So that's why I sound like this. Honestly, though, the raspy voice, I'm kind of digging it. Like, I I wouldn't be mad if my voice was like (laughs) raspy like this. I kind of like it. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Today is a Bible study breakdown episode, and we are starting in the book of Proverbs. We're actually going to be in the book of Proverbs for the next four weeks because there is just so much wisdom to glean from this book. If there was one book in the Bible that is most relevant to the Christian entrepreneur and building a business, in my opinion, it would be the book of Proverbs. Now, one of the biggest threats that comes against success of online coaches today is, drumroll please, the spirit of laziness. Now, today's episode, friend, I'm going to be honest, it's probably going to sting a little bit for you and for me. Like I am right here with you. But instead of shying away from the truth that we're going to talk about in this episode, I challenge you and I challenge myself to really embrace it because the truth is that we are all in a refining process. As believers, we are being refined to look less and less like the world and more and more like Jesus. And that's not going to happen by accident. That's going to happen by us submitting to the word of God, submitting to the Holy Spirit and denying our flesh. I don't know if you've heard the song Refiner by Maverick City, but they have this beautiful song called Refiner, of course. And the lyrics go, burn me beautiful, burn me lovely, burn me righteous, burn me holy. Now, forgive my singing. I am a little still under the weather, under the weather, but the lyrics burn me beautiful, burn me lovely, burn me righteous, burn me holy. Here's the thing though, friends, being refined by the fire, it doesn't feel good. Hebrews 12, 11 says no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful, but afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in its way. Isn't it interesting how it seems like the most disciplined business owners also tend to be the most financially successful business owners. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Well, I'm telling you right now, friend, that that is not a coincidence. So today we are going to tackle laziness head on together. I'm right there with you. And we're going to talk about five practical ways to overcome laziness and develop a disciplined morning routine as a Christian mom entrepreneur. Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. 
I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home, and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Okay, so before we jump into today's episode, I do want to read you not one, but two reviews that have been left for the show recently. It has been a while. It's been a hot minute since I have read reviews that you guys have left on the podcast out loud on the podcast. So today I wanted to read you two. The first one is from, um, it, it's a bunch of letters. It's T-M-B-R-C-A. And she read, she says, I am a work from home mom with four babies and your podcast helps me ever so much. Thank you. What a sweet compliment. Thank you so much for listening and for taking the time to leave a review. The next one is from Soulful Mama 1973. She says, Cami is so engaging and has such great information. As a Christian coach, I truly appreciate her heart for Jesus and her business insights. If you're a Christian woman who feels called to coaching and also wants to honor God in all things, listen to this podcast. Ladies, thank you. Thank you to the women who left these reviews and thank you to everybody who takes the time each and every week to listen to the show. It means more to me than you know. Like sometimes I'll get DMs and messages and people say, oh, I listened to your episode or or this, you know, I really loved this thing about um, the episode and just it like blows me away. Um, And I'm just so honored that you guys listen to the show and it just warms my heart so much when you leave a review or you take the time to tell me that you are loving the content in the show. So if you would do me a huge favor, pause. This will take you 20 seconds, maybe 30. If you would scroll down in your Apple podcast and leave me a review, let me know what you think of the show, how it's helping you, how it's changing the game in your business, in your faith and in your motherhood. I will be oh so grateful and I may just read your review next time on the show. Okay, friends, so we are diving deep into the book of Proverbs. Now, I love Proverbs. Proverbs is actually, it's my favorite book of the Bible. Um, And here's why. There's no fluff in Proverbs. It's very straightforward. It's very to the point. And it's it's full of tough love. It's on, if my personality was a book in the Bible, it would be Proverbs. This is not a book that is like a tickle your ears and fill you with warm, fuzzy feelings type of book in the Bible. This is a straightforward, cut and dry manual of principles for living in a way that honors the Lord. And again, like I said in the uh, preview of this episode, if there was one book of the Bible that I felt was most relevant to the person who is an online coach, a Christian entrepreneur, a business owner, it would be the book of Proverbs. There's just so much practical wisdom within these pages. Now today, we're going to be studying Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. I'm going to read it to you right now. 
It says, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Now, this is... <laughs> reading this passage, like it sounds kind of harsh. Like first off, it just straight out of the gate calls us lazy bones, which is what is tying in today's episodes. But friends, I have to be honest with you, this passage like hits me hard and it has been hitting me hard, like especially this year in 2020. And the reason why is because I'm not a morning person and I hashtag struggle almost every single morning when my alarm goes off. And y'all, for a long time, a long time, I would, my alarm would go off and I would hit snooze. And then I'd hit snooze again and again and again. And all of a sudden, my alarm started to go off at six and I didn't actually get out of bed until a long time later. Now, I always had good intentions. Like I would always like set my alarm for six o'clock in the morning and I would like go to bed with the Like thinking, okay, my alarm is set for six, but those intentions would just fly out the window the second that that alarm went off. And now earlier this year, the Lord really began convicting me of this because the truth is like, I'm just going to be very honest with you, friend, because I want you to know that I'm not coming at you from a place of like being on a high horse or trying to pretend like I'm better than you because I'm not. I am a real human that struggles with these things just like you do and I was falling into laziness. Like, let's be honest, as an entrepreneur, I don't have to answer to anybody in my business other than the Lord. Like, nobody is checking to see if I'm starting work on time. Nobody's checking to see um, that I snooze my alarm or not. And I was falling into laziness. And here's the other thing. I wasn't serving my husband very well, which I'll get into here in just a moment. And me snoozing my alarm was not conducive to the lifestyle of being a successful business owner or the future lifestyle that I will have of being a stay-at-home mom and an online coach. Like if you are new to the show, maybe this is your first episode that you're tuning in. My husband and I are adopting prayerfully, hopefully this year, And we will become more than likely almost instant parents. Like there will be no nine month pregnancy preparation time period. It will likely be a call. And then within three weeks, we will be instant parents. And which means we will need to instantly transition. And my lifestyle will instantly need to transition. And it is my goal to be able to run my business while also staying home full-time with my babies. And so to do that, what I envision that looking like is me getting up early in the morning, working my business before my babies get up, and then working my business during their nap time and any other little um, holes in the day that I can fit it in. And this just mentality that I had of snoozing my alarm and pushing my work off, the Lord knew And then he convicted me of it. So I knew that like this had to stop. Now, how does this apply 
to the success of your business because you might be thinking, okay, Cammie, like, let's be real though. Like, why does it matter whether I start work at nine or whether I start it at noon? Like if I get the work done, I get the work done. And, and yeah, absolutely. But like, let's heed the the wisdom in the Bible where it's saying, like it's saying, hey, a little more slumber is a slippery slope. Now, the Bible's not saying that you can't sleep. Absolutely. We all need rest. But the Bible is warning against the slippery slope of laziness. Because friend, the way you do one thing can easily become the way you do everything. If you're starting to cut corners in your morning routine, snoozing your alarms, you may find that you start cutting corners in your business. And that will affect the success of your business. The the verse said, poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. I don't know about you, but I don't want poverty to pounce on me like a bandit. I have experienced the lifestyle of living paycheck to paycheck, and I never want to go back to that. So when I read this verse, I'm immediately like, okay, Lord, you got my attention. Like I said, like Proverbs is straightforward. There is no sugarcoating. There is no hiding. There is like, you cannot misunderstand the book of Proverbs. And I think that this is super important. Again, it's not, this is not an episode that's going to tickle our ears, but it's, it's kind of like the tough love. It's like kind of the rude awakening, awakening, <laughs> LOL, no pun intended. It's the rude awakening um, that we all need so that we can have businesses that are thriving so that we can overcome laziness and develop the character of discipline. So this leads me to the, uh, the practical ways. I have five, five practical ways to overcome laziness and have a disciplined morning routine as a Christian entrepreneur. So the first one, if you want to have a disciplined morning routine, you need to have a disciplined evening routine. So I ask you, friend, what time are you going to bed? What are your, what, what are your routines before you go to bed? Are you checking Instagram like all the way up to like 10 minutes before you try to go to sleep? We need to start asking ourselves what our habits look like in the evening because that 100% affects the habits that we have in the morning. So for me, when I was snoozing my alarm, when I look back at that season and I examine my nightly routine, it wasn't like all that great. (laughs) Um... I was getting to bed late. And now there were other factors in there as well. Like, for example, just to tell you a little bit about my personal life. My brain is like constantly going. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you know about the Amen Clinic or Dr. Amen. Many of you, I, I'm sure, follow him on Instagram. He's very, very famous um, psychiatrist. But anyway, I was having some some issues and I went and I got my brain scanned and they showed me an image literally of my brain and the electrical flow that was happening in my brain. And I could literally see like, it was like looking at an x-ray of your bones, but it's like looking at an x-ray of your brain. My brain works on overtime. I am constantly solving problems and I am able to very easily think outside of the box, which is phenomenal when it comes to entrepreneurship. It's phenomenal when it comes to building a business because there is no problem too big that with the Holy Spirit, I cannot solve. Um, And that has served me so well in my business. But friend, when it comes to falling asleep 
and relaxing and getting my mind to kind of turn off and go into rest mode, I really was challenged in that area. And I would literally, I have literally woken up in the middle of the night dreaming about solving different problems in my business and strategizing. Like literally, I would I would be laying there in bed trying to go to bed and I would be strategizing about my business or I would wake up and like be strategizing at like three o'clock in the morning about my business. And that was really affecting my sleep. And so I've been following these different um, brain health practices. I've been taking some vitamins and some minerals that was recommended to me. And that has really helped me um, turn off work mode and go into relaxation and wife mode and um, really start to calm my brain down at night so that I can go to bed. Maybe I'll do an episode all about different brain health habits that have really helped me in my business. But anyway, number one, the first practical piece of advice is to start examining your nightly routine. Start examining your nightly habits and ask yourself, are these conducive to me getting to bed on time, getting a good amount of hours of sleep, which by the way, friends, six hours is not enough. For many of you, even seven hours is like the bare minimum. I'm kind of a nine hours a night kind of gal, okay? So make sure that you're getting enough sleep so that when that alarm goes off in the morning, you are waking up feeling restful. That was number one. Number two, put your phone across the room. Now, this has been super helpful for me because I was like a chronic snoozer. Like I would, my alarm would go off. It was like like habitual for me. It was like, it was like muscle memory. I would, I would just instantly snooze the alarm. But now when my alarm goes off, I have to get out of bed, go to uh, where my phone is and then shut it off. And at that point, I'm already standing. And so it's so much easier for me at that point to just continue staying awake. So that's practical advice number two. If you really struggle with the snooze button, try putting your phone on the other side of the room. Number three, make it a point to serve somebody else in the morning, which not only is um, having a servant's heart, but it will also help you to be accountable to somebody and have a reason to wake up. So let me tell you a little bit about like what this looks like for me. So when I think about this, I think about the Proverbs 31 woman. And when she started her day, she got up and she made breakfast for her household. She got up and one of the first things she did is she served her family by making them breakfast. And so something that I've been really trying to implement into my life is when I get up in the morning, Lucas gets up early and he leaves. He leaves for work early, early, early in the morning. And one thing about Lucas is that if, if in the morning, love this man, um, he needs things to be simple. He needs things to be uncomplicated so that he can get up, get in the shower, get out, um, grab his, his breakfast, grab his lunch and hit the road. If his breakfast is not already made, he will not eat breakfast. And as his wife, I long to nurture him. I want to nurture him. I want to take care of him. I want to help nurture his body. And I know that he needs fuel in the morning. So I have really made it my mission to get up in the morning, make him a smoothie full of all these yummy nutrients that are going to fuel his body for the day and make sure that he has a lunch packed, whether I packed it or whether he packed it the night before or whatever, make sure that he has a lunch packed and have it ready for him 
when he gets out of the shower and is about ready to walk out the door. Not only is that something that I'm holding myself accountable to, because when I hit that snooze button in my head, I instantly feel convicted because I know, hey, I'm choosing sleep over choosing to make sure my husband has fuel for the day. And there's just something about that, fam, that I'm like, that drives me to get up in the morning. It's like, it's easy for me to snooze my alarm, but it's not easy for me to willingly accept that, hey, I'm choosing sleep over serving my husband. So that is something that has been so helpful for me. Make it a point to serve somebody else in the morning. Not only is that going to bring joy to them, Lucas loves when I get up and make him breakfast, like it just makes him so happy. It fills him, um, like you can just see it on his face. He gets so happy. And it's something that makes my heart happy because I'm serving him and it helps me to be accountable to somebody. So that was number three. Number four, spend time with the Lord before you start working. Now, I don't know about you, but my first instinct is to jump into work. I want to be instantly what I consider productive, um, which I know that spending time in the Lord is the most productive thing that I could do. But my flesh wants that productivity to, to be in my business. Um, I really have to practice the discipline of spending time in the word before I open up my phone. And so I challenge you, friend, to spend time with the Lord in the morning. Maybe that looks like prayer. Maybe that looks like reading a scripture passage or starting to um, open up a book in the Bible and read through it. And if you're like, hey, I don't know which book to start at, start in the book of Proverbs. You are going to love it. It's so straightforward. It's easy to read. It's easy to understand. And it is really just going to fuel your day. It like just gives me so much fire. And um, I, I don't know about you, but I'm here for tough love and I want to grow and I want to be refined. And that's really what the book of Proverbs is all about. And it also tells the Lord, like when we, when we spend time with the Lord before we start working in our business, it is symbolism of where our priority list lies. It is symbolizing, hey, Lord, my flesh wants to go ahead and start working on my business, but I am going to lay that aside until I spend time with you because God, you are my number one priority. So I would challenge you to start your day before you get into work, spend time with the Lord. It doesn't have to be an hour or anything like that, but really set aside that time and spend it with him. And lastly, number five, at the beginning of the week, I challenge you to schedule out all of your tasks on your calendar for your work week so that you know exactly what you're doing every single day to move your business forward. Why is this important? I know that sometimes, because I experience this too, it's really common for new coaches to want to be productive, to want to move their business forward, but they're not sure like what to do, like what tasks should I do? And so when they open up their laptop, they're, it's just like blank, like their mind is blank. They're like, okay, how do I actually build this business? And it's really hard to be disciplined to um, the tasks at hand and move your business forward if you do not know what those tasks are. So I challenge you to organize your calendar for your week before your week starts. That way you know when you are getting all of your tasks done and you know exactly what you're doing each and every day. Now, I want you to be flexible with this because as a mom, life is going to be changing and we have to be flexible with that. Um, but I want you to, as much as you can, be consistent with your schedule. Maybe Mondays are always your content creation days. 
Maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays are always your client call days. Whatever rhythms and patterns that you can create and stay consistent in, I challenge you to do that. I also challenge you not to just schedule in busy tasks, but schedule in things that are productive, that are going to move the needle forward. You do not need to work from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. just because your husband may be working from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. I used to like feel so guilty that if I wasn't working the exact same hours that Lucas was, that I was somehow lazy. That is a lie from the enemy, friend. Your role as a wife and as a mother is much different than your husband's role as provider for your home. So I challenge you to to schedule the tasks that are moving your business forward. But once you've completed those tasks, allow yourself to be done for the day. Don't fill your schedule with busyness. And if you're not sure what those tasks are to schedule your business forward, then slide into my DMs on Instagram. It's at cami.wilkie. You can find it down in the show notes. And I'd be happy to do some free coaching with you to help you get going on the right track so that you know what tasks you need to do every single day to move your business forward. You do not need to work full-time hours in your business in order to earn full-time income. That's one of the beautiful things about having an online coaching business. Okay, I'm going to review all five of these and then we are going to wrap up this episode. So the first practical way to overcome laziness and have a disciplined morning routine as a Christian entrepreneur is to examine your nightly routine first. That was number one. Number two, put your phone across the room so that when your alarm goes off, you have to get out of bed in order to shut it off. Number three, serve somebody else in the morning and be accountable to serving them. Number four, spend time with the Lord before you start working. And number five, at the beginning of the week, schedule out all the tasks that you have in your coaching business so that you know each and every day what you're doing to move your business forward. Now, friend, this episode, it it may have felt like a little bit of like tough love for you. And like I've said, that's what the book of Proverbs is all about. It is it is biblical principles to help us live a disciplined and successful life. And I don't mean successful always financially. We can be there's many ways to measure success, but the book of Proverbs is really to help us to get wisdom and develop discipline. Now, if you loved this episode, if you found it helpful, if it ministered to you, if the Lord ministered to your heart through this episode in any way, would you please share it with a friend? You can share it on your Instagram story. You can tag me and I will reshare it. You can just screenshot um, your screen right now that you're listening, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at cami.wilkie. I would love to see who's listening and reshare you on my Instagram story. Uh, I had somebody that I connected with this week in the DMs and she said that she uh, found me because somebody else had shared one of my podcast episodes. And that is just so cool and an amazing way that we can spread the word about the show to other women who are wanting to build a business, a profitable online coaching business so that they can stay home with their babies and also earn an honest income through their God-given gifts. Friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for sticking with me, even though my voice is not at 100%. Hopefully it'll be back at 100% um, next week. I love you and I'll see you on Monday. 
Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.